0: Welcome to episode eight of the Modern Agile Show. Very excited to be here on a Friday afternoon in Berkeley. Uh, This is a small gift here that my youngest daughter, Eva, um, has. And, uh, uh, you know, that brings me back. That's Benny Hill music, for some of you who know that show. Um, Why am I doing this? What are you up to, Josh? This show is about bargain hunting. A lot of you are in the sort of gift buying mode right now. Maybe some of you aren't, but whoever's out there buying gifts, you may want to get yourself some bargains. Bargains are a good thing, right? High value at low cost. I love bargains. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a great bargain hunter for um, physical things, but in the software business, I, I, I do a lot of bargain hunting and we're gonna talk about bargain hunting, how it relates to Modern Agile today. We're gonna to look at several stories. So, let's start with our first story. Now, this is about plumbing. We all interact with plumbing to some extent every day. Um, we had a problem in our house. It was a, uh, a trickle of water was coming out of the upstairs bathroom tub. Tiny trickle of water, you couldn't fill the tub, you know, uh, because of that problem. So we called a plumber and that plumber came in and said, you know, he looked around, he checked the faucets all over the house and he looked us in the eye and he said, I've been doing this for three decades. You need new pipes all the way down to the street throughout the entire house. And anyone who tells you differently doesn't know what they're talking about. It's an old house, you need new pipes. So, we said, how much? She said, 9000 US dollars. I was like, huh, okay, we're gonna call a different plumber and see what they say. Second plumber comes in, looks around, says, I got good news for you. You don't need to replace all your pipes. You just need to replace the pipe from the water heater all the way up to the bathroom in the back. Um, and I'm gonna to have to break through the wall there and sort of cut up your back deck but I'll get in there and I'll replace the pipe and you'll have restored water flow. How much is that gonna cost? He said, well, first let me tell you, I'm gonna do the whole job, but I don't work on deck. So when I cut up your deck to get in there, someone else is gonna have to put the deck back, but my price will be $3,000. Okay, 9,000, 3,000 still sounds, that sounds a lot better, right? Um, But I was like, you know, I'm in learning mode here, learning about solutions. Let me call one more plumber. Now, the third plumber uh, was absolutely incredible. Third plumber came along and said, you know, I work with old houses all the time and these pipes and I know what happens to them. I've got this solution. We blast a sort of CO2 up the pipe and clean it out and it's $125, would you like to try it? I said, here you go, here's your check. And he delivered that service right away, right there on the spot. Our water flow was restored. We had, we were back in business for $125. What a bargain. So why do I tell this story? What does it have to do with modern agile? Let's go through it really quickly. First off, I was in experimenting and learning mode. I need to learn about possible solutions to my problem. Okay. So again, I called three different plumbers and learned a lot about different solutions. The third plumber was had an incredible innovation. He was making people awesome, especially people like me who own old houses. He was making us awesome because he had this great invention, right? It wasn't just replacing pipes, just cleaning them out. Awesome, incredible. He didn't break down walls in my home, he didn't break the back deck, he didn't cause all kinds of problems. He simply had an awesome solution. So there, there we have Experimenting and learning and making people awesome. Now, what about safety? Make safety a prerequisite. Well, I would imagine his technique was safe. It didn't bust the pipes. It didn't uh, lead to diminishing their integrity. Um, So I I would assume he had a safe uh, solution for us. It was financially safe compared to $3,000 or $9,000. I spent $125. That felt great and got our service right back. So financial safety. Um, finally he delivered his value right there on the spot right away I didn't have to wait weeks or months for the service to happen they didn't have to break things down put them back together cause mayhem in the house he delivered value right there so you have all four of those principles at work in this story all right now as we do let's go to a book and see a story that is related we're gonna look at the lean startup We've seen this book before on the show. This is by Eric Reese, a New York Times best-selling book. An incredible book. Everyone really who's watching this show should buy this book and read it. It's an incredible book. Now, I'm gonna dive into a section which is about Eric's company, IMVU. The IMVU, it, it's a 3D animated world where there are avatars. The avatars talk to each other. And there are people that you know, spend a lot of time there. Uh, I've never actually played in that environment, but people do. Now, when Eric and company were making this early product, they, they had an MVP version, right? Uh, pretty sophisticated, because they had numerous users at that point. Um, and those users were in there using the system, being the avatars, talking to each other. And of course, the, the request was, we want to be able to move our avatars around. Back then, the state of the art was The Sims. Uh, In The Sims, you could move your avatar in 3D space. So people wanted that, and yet um, they didn't necessarily want to build that. So at the same time, they didn't want to ship a low-quality feature, right? They didn't want to do a a, a crappy job of, of avatar animation. So here's what Eric writes. Feedback from the customers was very consistent. They wanted the ability to move their avatars around the environment. We took this as bad news because it meant we would have to spend considerable amounts of time and money on a high quality solution similar to the Sims. Now I've talked to people at IMVU. They said that the estimate would have been about three months to do that work. But before we committed ourselves to that path, we decided to try another MVP. We used a simple hack which felt almost like cheating. We changed the product so that customers could click where they wanted their avatar to go. And the avatar would teleport there instantly. No walking, no obstacle avoidance. The the avatar disappeared and then reappeared an instant later in the new place. We couldn't even afford fancy teleportation graphics or sound effects. We felt lame shipping this feature, but it was all we could afford. You can imagine our surprise when we started to get positive customer feedback. We never asked about the movement feature directly, we were too embarrassed. But when asked to name the top thing the top things about IMVU, IMVU they like best, customers consistently listed teleportation among the top three. Unbelievably, they often specifically described it as more advanced than the Sims. The inexpensive compromise outperformed many. Features of the product we were most proud of. Features that had taken much more time and money to produce. Are you hearing the term bargain hunting? They built this little teleportation system for, uh, and they did it in in just a tiny amount of time, a couple of days, put it out there, were a little embarrassed to do so, but said, what the heck, let's try this. And the customers loved it. It had high value and it came at low cost. Now, this is super important, especially if you're in a field like software development, where you have all kinds of things to go do, and if you don't bargain hunt them, I guarantee you you're wasting a lot of time. We need that time. Maybe you need more time to refactor and improve the design of the code. Maybe you need to add more tests to the code. Where are you gonna get that time? You could get it by working on bargains rather than any old large new thing that you're asked to do, right? So let's now transition to a story from my company, Industrial Logic. We make an e learning product, and one day we were, uh, in the early days, we were talking about security. We didn't want uh, a user with an account to share that account with lots of other people around the world and have them all logged in at the same time. So we sat in a room talking about possible solutions to this problem. Um, and I remember you know, I, I was describing how I wanted it to potentially work and, and you know, the team came up with a, an idea and basically said the cost of that would probably be two to three weeks of work. I uh, said, well, huh, I don't, we got a lot of other things. So I don't want to spend that much. What else could we do? And then, you know, we didn't really know, but we sat there talking, thinking, and then someone came up with an idea, very simple idea, and we realized that that, would probably be sufficient. It wasn't as sophisticated as what I had asked for, but it was sufficient. And it only did take a couple of days and we did do that solution, we implemented it, and it's been in place ever since and it's been perfectly adequate. So what I initially wanted was much more elaborate. What we ended up doing was adequate and has done the job for us. So again, that was us deliberately bargain hunting um, a feature, in this case a security feature. Bargain hunting is a critical skill. It really helps to make you more awesome, right? Because when you get high value at low cost, it's awesome. You feel awesome, right? If I remember a sweater I bought years ago on vacation, I had that sweater for years. I got it at a great discount. And that sweater kept me warm and it looked good. I loved it, right? That's that's high value at low cost. The only way you're gonna find um, a bargain is by learning. You gotta spend time learning about your options. Okay, thinking about options, maybe trying some experiments, but learning what is a a potential solution for you. Um, It is really safer that way. You save time, you save money, you save a lot of hard work, not building the wrong thing. So make safety prerequisite, goes hand in hand with bargain hunting. I would say if you're not doing bargain hunting on a regular basis, You're not making safety a prerequisite. We expect teams to spend time discussing options for almost anything they're asked to do. And finally, if you do find that, that bargain, you can probably deliver it quicker than the non-bargain. Bargains tend to be easier to finish and complete and get the value into the customer's hands. So just like the plumber with the CO2 solution, he was able to deliver value on the spot. Bargain hunting, I love this practice and I hope it can make your um, implementation of Modern Agile um, awesome in your shop. That's our show for today. If you have not subscribed to this YouTube channel, please do. Um, We would love to see you subscribe and tell your friends about it. Uh, I will see you next time. Thanks for watching.